Eggs what? Dude, Welcome to the Fired Up Podcast. I'm Andrew Hopple. I'm Cameron Hewitt. Wow, I, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, you I did really a little bit. I saw it counting down. I was like, oh, he's going to say something, though. I was like, whatever. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Welcome to the Fired Up Podcast, everybody. Here at the Fired Up Podcast, Cam and I talk about a number of different things, but we are a fitness-based podcast. And that's what I guess the main premise of our podcast is. <laughs> so yeah. we're, we're glad to have you here. Thanks for being here. And let's get into it. Well, Andrew, why don't you tell me what was so good about that article? Because when I was reading it, I kept telling myself, dude, at the end of this article, the TLDR version is going to be eat eggs, like eat whole eggs or something. Am, am I accurate? Well, <laughs> yeah, it was. Well, it was it was basically explaining the claim that eating a couple dozen eggs a day is like old world, like OG bodybuilding. <laughs> like so pseudoscience bro bullshit like who about, says that uh, though who says yeah, that yeah. nowadays arnold also really supported this claim and then so did and they like named all these other big time old bodybuilders they were essentially comparing eating a couple dozen eggs every day uh equivalent to taking steroids <laughs> in in anabolic like muscle building uh potential like back in the day they would uh, pretty boasty claim here. Pretty boasty claim. No, that was a current article, right? Uh, <laughs> and so I sent yeah. this article to Cam. I was like, dude, you got to read this. He was like, I do not want to open this. <laughs> or what did you say? You were like, I'm not even going to open was, it. Uh, yeah, I was like, I read the title and I'm immediately just like, I'm not reading this. Because <laughs> I don't know, dude, a, a title like that from T Nation, I'm like, this is just going to be a great way to piss away 10 minutes of my time <laughs> well and at first like at first so i thought it was baby. well yeah it totally is well at first i thought it was gonna be like the author saying hey if you eat x amount of eggs it's like steroids like that's how the title kind of read <laughs> when i first saw it and i'm like dude i'm not wasting my time with this like that's so stupid but then, you know, I read a little bit of it. I'm like, oh, I see where he's going. And then I was like, this is, I don't want to read it anymore. See, guys, here's the here's the difference between Cam and I. I have an open mind. Oh my Cam's God. mind is closed. I read that article two weeks ago, and I've done that every day for the last two weeks. I've literally gained 10 pounds of pure muscle, and I've grown three inches. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, here's I'm 6'5 now. Can you believe that? I'm 6'5 and have two dicks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever. Andrew, why, why don't you tell me what the uh, the TLDR, the too long didn't read version of that article is? What's I mean, the, what's just the crux? Dude, what's the thesis? It, it was a pretty wasted uh, article, honestly, because it just it, it referenced like who who said that that was a good idea back in the in the OG days of bodybuilding back in the 60s, 70s and whatever. And then it said, here's maybe some supporting science about it, and but it's like really hard to quantify. And so I wouldn't do it myself because I'd be worried about my cholesterol. <laughs> that, was, that was like the entire article. That is I'm such not, a... I'm not even oh kidding you. God. It literally, it flowed exactly like that. And it was like, there could be claims to this, hard to quantify, I'm not going to try it because I'm worried about my cholesterol levels if I ate that many eggs. <laughs> That's just one of those examples of a company Me reading that an article that was a shit article and then trying to trap trick you into reading the same thing. Yeah, yeah, that and also T Nation is just thinking, guys, we need to put out an article, come up with something, and then it's what. No, it's when it's it's the the exact same equivalent to when your friend tags you in some shitty meme that is like purposeless just to waste your time. Yeah, I know what that's like. I know exactly what that's like, Andrew. Jake <laughs> Andrew does sends that to me these... every day. That's that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, some <laughs> of the political memes you send me, <laughs> like how did Andrew? Ain't guys, Andrew will send me a post or like a reel. And it'll be super niche and super cringy and so awkward to watch. And I'll look at the likes and the views. There will be like 20 likes and like a thousand views. And I'm just like, what deep rabbit hole is Andrew in right now that he is 
finding these like low quality reels. It's not like it's getting reposted by like a main meme page. You're just in the in the bowels, the bowels like of some, Instagram. It's like some 56 year old single woman. Like she smokes seven packs a day and she lives in West Virginia in a basement. Like it's like those types of reels. Yeah, talking that like Kamala Harris is trans or something. <laughs> no, like, it's just it's just like these wild claims. And Andrew's like, oh, I guess this is my algorithm now. No, I I I get most of that stuff from Jake because he's the he's the uh, he's in the underworld. You know what I mean? So yeah, he he's mining. Hey hey, hot button issue, real quick, amongst me and a couple of our friends. And I, dude, I feel like this is kind of like a dividing thing for people that like use Instagram. Andrew, when you're like going through reels or just on Instagram, do you like posts? Yeah. Do you, how frequently? Um, are are you, are you be, pretty liberal? you pretty liberal with it or what? I try to be more. So I try to be very conscious of everything I do these days. Literally not even kidding you. And one of those things that I've been really hyper-focusing on that I feel like a lot of people don't think about is, man, you know what? It feels so good when I have people who know are supporting me and what I'm doing. And so I try to go out of my way to either send people messages of like, hey, you know what? I see you're killing it out there. Really proud of you. Or I will try to go out of my way to like their posts even if, or send them a message or make a comment, whatever, because I know how important that is Uh to other people and to myself as well when I get support like that, you know? But what about, what about people you don't know? Like if you're going through the reels, like the reel button or whatever, it's just random videos. Oh, will you like those? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That dude, that's why the button is there. Do a couple who's of saying, our friends. Who's saying otherwise? A, dude, Abby does not ever like reels and then our two friends does she have does she have like a like scarcity fear i don't know i mean i'm on the other end dude i'll i'll like a reel before i see it i'll just be like this is gonna be funny and i'll like it like i'm such a sheep if there's like a lot of likes and it looks (laughs) funny in the beginning dude right away i'm like dude like i'm gonna love it i'm gonna love it you know or if it's something that i want to see more of i'll be like all right dude i should probably like it because i want to see more of these like stupid videos but they don't they do they don't like any i'm like yeah but don't you like them and they're like yeah we like them i mean then why don't you like it and you have to send the signal back to the creator saying i want more of this you have to like it yeah dude let them know let them know like hey i liked that you know what those types of people they are like that cam because they never, leeches, got, leeches. they never got praise and shower from their parents. And now they want to impose that on everybody else. Yeah, dude. They, they want to hold all the cards. They want to hold all the compliments. Dude. Honestly, There's dude. some super deep-seated, deep-seated issues with... Oh, narcissism and fascism all the way through it, dude. No, no. No, yeah, yeah. Fascism is... Oh, if you don't like stuff on Instagram, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I, I just don't get why people wouldn't do that though. That's like the main thing you do on Instagram as like an interaction. Hey, dude, we're in a recession. Likes are scarce these days. That's true. That's true. You got to You got to hold Good back point. on everything. Yeah, dude. So eggs are, uh, eggs are officially seven dollars for eighteen of them over at the good old Jewel Osco. Dude, eggs used to be like. 49 cents at Aldi or like 59 cents at Aldi. Yep. I remember. I think I they're remember. now like over a dollar. Yeah. Over a dollar with you? At at Aldi, yeah. Well, Aldi is always like really cheap though. I remember going to Kroger or yeah, Aldi, Aldi as well. Back in the day in college at good old Ilstu. In the center of the state, the great state of Illinois, and I remember vividly picking up a a twelve pack of eggs or whatever you want to call it, a carton of eggs, two cartons maybe, twenty nine cents. Yeah, isn't that nuts? Yeah, but also, okay, guys, Andrew and I had this conversation. This is probably six years ago because I think we were in college, and you were you were saying because so Andrew went to school in the Boondocks, 
or the boonies of Illinois, like middle of cornfields, whatever. I went to school in Chicago and Andrew, one time you came to visit and we were talking about fitness or whatever. And you're like, dude, I just don't get how like people eat shitty because uh, chicken's only a dollar per pound. And I was like, what are you talking about, dude? Like, I'm like, dude, chicken's like $4 a pound sometimes, like in Chicago. And you're like, what? No, dude, it's like a dollar a pound. I'm like, no, it's not. Depends where you are. And, and where Andrew went to school, half the people that live there are chicken farmers. So yeah, there's okay. be <laughs> an abundance of chickens. Andrew himself acts like a chicken sometimes. It's like, it was just funny. Those like discrepancies, dude. Like where you live, <laughs> what are you like, talking about? It's just funny. It's just funny how like the price changes depending on where you live. Nowadays, chickens like minimum, like I don't know, probably two three bucks a pound. In God's country of Michigan. All right, what was what is uh, what was the standard cost of eggs growing up? I would say like a buck thirty, a buck forty, maybe in Chicagoland yeah. suburbs. I mean, depending, depending if you get like, yeah, I mean, you're probably right in the ballpark. Unless you get those bougie eggs, do those like brown eggs and those. So um, we're talking, we're talking a <laughs> bougie eggs. We're talking a 500% increase on, on eggs. Dude, what eggs are you buying that are $5? No, there, no there's, there's seven. There's seven dollars. Well, okay. Even better. Andrew, what eggs are you buying that are $7? Regular. No. Yeah. No, you're not, dude. Yeah. You're telling me regular, like the shit eggs where the chickens are like treated poorly. Those are $7. Dude, went to Jewel. Maybe it's like six fifty or something. Went to Jewel the other day and I spent hell of a cash on eggs. And you got like the shitty like little uh, cardboard carton ones. Dude, I didn't get organic. I didn't get the plastic... The plastic dozen. Dude, that is insane. That is almost a dollar per egg. I didn't get the the dozen where the, the chicken is gently pet while they they lay their eggs every morning. Yeah, it's drinks like Moscato and stuff. Dude, how are you going to do tw- – Andrew, how are you to do 24 eggs in a day and get a anabolic steroid effect when there's Dude, $7 no chance. per? No chance. It's just, imagine, that's what's holding back. Yeah, imagine the cost on that. That is the only thing that's holding me back. Yeah, that and the thing that I don't want to do it. Do you get you'd get sick of eggs at the end of the second day? You'd be done. First day, first day, two dozen eggs, twenty four eggs. That's a lot of eggs. That's, that's, a like, lot of that's like hard. That's like hard to get all that in your body. You know, what you'd have to do to be quite honest with you, my good Drink friend. Them. Yeah, you'd have to drink them. And that would be like... I don't even want to know what that would do to my my stomach. And that would be disgusting. All right, so there's about six grams of protein in an egg. So you're having 144 grams of protein in eggs alone. Yeah, but how much fat is in one of those eggs? I don't know. Let's see. Probably, probably a, I, I don't know. I was about to say probably a fair amount. I have no freaking idea. Five grams. Yeah, that's pretty hefty. So that's. So it's quite a bit for, I mean, you know, you're doing 14 and that's just no, your eggs. No, no. Two dozen is 20, 28. Where the hell did I get? No, wait, no. Two dozen is 24. God damn it. We are, yep. we are a couple wow. of dummies. Wow. Holy no, shit. I was talking bakers. You know, bakers dozen. Yeah, Trivia. That would be what's a, what's a bake? Yeah, it is. Okay, you knew you knew what a baker's dozen is. I was going to quiz you. Hey, dude. Speaking of trivia, I had a big W the other day. What was it, Cam? What? Let me tell you, dude. <laughs> so I get guys. I get all this shit from my family and friends because I read a very wide variety of books that have nothing to do with each other. Yeah, and sometimes rightfully that. so. Yeah, it's like, dude, I'm a curious guy. I like reading. You know, it makes sense. One of my favorite books, Coyote America. All right. Or no, 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 no. Uh, 
Empire of the Summer Moon. Dude, there's a part of it. We've talked about, this, talked about this before. The guy that invented the revolver, he invents it, shows it to the government, and they're like, nah, 20, 30 more years go by. They get just dumpstered by the Comanches. And then they're like, hey, remember that revolver guy? Let's call him up. And then, and then that's when the tide started to shift. So somehow that came up. We were hanging out with our friends. I told them about it. Abby and Katie, their eyes just glaze over. I mean, they are just waiting for me to be done talking. And Alex is kind of interested. Dude, the next day, Abby and Katie go to trivia with some coworkers. One of the questions is, what was the gun that uh, that won the West? And they look at each other. They're like, holy shit. It's got to be the revolver. And they were right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, hey, hey, pays off. Pays off sometimes, doesn't it, girls? Yeah. You're welcome. To not be a bag of milk mentally. Huge W for old Camo, dude. I was, I'm hey. still riding that wave. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you, Cam. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Continue, continue to, to learn and to love and to, and to laugh and multiply. Live, yeah, live, laugh, love, and be fruitful. Hey, dude, so I saw that you are, uh, you're back on your, your morning, your morning cardio, uh, little run there. How's that going? Yeah. For you 75, for 75 hard. We're back. Um, we're back. We're on top of it. Feels good. Feels really good. It always feels, so the first five days or so, really tough to get into that mental positioning where you're like, yeah, this is what I do now. This is what I do regularly. And the first few days, I'm not kidding you, were really tough to get going on a lot of things. But as soon as I started with uh, movement, momentum, that's where I started feeling so good. And it was... It was so easy to sink into that flow state and then just allow myself to really appreciate and enjoy where what I was doing, if that makes sense. Like the, the cardio outside, my workouts, uh, the reading, so hard to start. And once I was in it, once I was doing it, it felt great. So I'm glad glad to be back. Yeah, well, it's good to have you back, dude. The, the real Andrew, right? <laughs> the uh, real Andrew. Real quick. Real quick, what day are you on? Uh, day six or seven. All right. So let me ask you this, because this will lead into our first topic. Why, pray tell, are you doing cardio in the morning? I'm not. I thought you were. You posted that you were, you goofball. No, I don't think I no, did. No, that was just, uh, yeah, you did a couple days ago couple days ago well think, okay never mind i think mind. you probably watched it in the morning i think i was doing it late in the evening you know what it was dark out and it, you're probably right you're probably spot on dude good job well that segue didn't work but anyways andrew we're gonna talk about Kim, some Kim. here's here's your segue oh, i oopsie. i i don't <laughs> oops oops andrew I, interrupted me <laughs> What? Cam, here's your segue. I don't do that because I know that fasted cardio does not work for what I want. Whoa. Oh, Andrew, dude, are you here to piss people off or what? Dude, I'm here oh. to flip tables and quit selling shit in the temple. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, dude. I'm with you. Pedaling for those of you who are pedaling all this fasted cardio bullshit, get out of my gym. Yeah, dude. Tell him. Get off. Get off my lawn. <laughs> Better get off his lawn. All right. Well, well, Andrew. Well, talk 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 about it more. Why? Uh, what do you think? What? Why do you think it doesn't work? Well, listen here, you, Cam. Thanks what, for. What thanks for I wasn't done talking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Andrew. Oopsie. Oopsie. You interrupted me. I wasn't done with my freaking question. You dickhead. Um, if someone came up to you and they're like, yeah, man, I, I want to, you know, new, new client, new client. Okay. And they're, or even just someone asking for advice and they're like, Hey man, you know, I'm, I'm reading a lot about this fasted cardio. A lot of bodybuilders do it, you know, whatever, you know, I think I'm going to start doing that in the morning. What do you think? 
Oh, thanks for bringing that up, Cam. (laughs) So first thing I would say is, guys, there's two different things. Two different things are going on with your body. There's anabolic and there's catabolic. And when you're catabolic, your body's breaking down all the stuff, all the goodies in your body to use as energy because it doesn't have enough food in the system to turn into ATP, quick, usable energy, and to survive. So it's got to bring, it's got to get that energy from something. Your body just can't run on nothing. And it uses, once again, some type of mass tissue, something like that inside of your body. Now, Cam, when you're anabolic, you're growing. You're in a well, what I would call is a well-fed state. You know, you don't have to pull energy from anywhere else. And your body is going to be actively building tissue versus destroying tissue. Um, and so you're in some type of surplus of active, uh, energy, stored energy inside of your body that can be quickly used for different metabolic purposes. Um, if that didn't make any sense at all to you guys, I don't know what to tell you. You're either growing or you're breaking things down. So to keep things very, very simple, when you wake up in the morning, unless you woke up twice in the in your uh, six to eight hours of sleep in the evening and pounded a fatty a fatty protein shake along with your four eggs that you have to eat every single serving to get to your 24 eggs a day, you're not going to be in a situation that your body is going to be in an anabolic state when you wake up from your, <clears throat> from your slumber. That being said, your body is going to be breaking things down, breaking tissues down during that process. And the reason why that's so, so important here is because if you wake up and you get right into training, if you get right into fasted, fasted cardio, whatever, your body is going to have to break down either fat tissue, muscle tissue, probably not organ tissue for the most of us, uh, unless you're in like, you're like starving to death because that stuff is pretty important and it has to use energy for that activity. Right. So you're kind of being counterintuitive for what you're trying to do and build muscle on your frame. Does that kind of make sense that I do an okay job explaining that? Yeah. I think what a lot of people think, like what you were, like what you were just saying is people think, oh, I have nothing in my stomach and there's no like readily available energy. And if I do a low enough intensity, my body's going to start just pulling it from fat cells. And to be totally honest, I don't know the science of it. I know a lot of people do it. I actually think there are some, let, let me back up. I think the point Andrew is just going against, and which I think he's right about, is that, oh, if I'm if I want to get really lean, really shredded, fasted cardio is one of the main components to do that, right? That's probably what you were mainly debunking right there, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I think we we have to go a little bit deeper and we have to understand the nature of what this looks like and what calorie burn, proper calorie burn for leaning out or not even calorie burn, what a deficit should look like when you're trying to lose weight but you want to hold on to your muscle because obviously that stuff is helpful for you. If you need us to explain why you want more muscle on your frame, this isn't the episode for that. Cause we've done that a million times. Go listen to probably last week's episode or something. Um, yeah. <laughs> with that being said, if you take into consideration about 10 pounds of muscle, uh, will burn about an extra 50 calories a day, just kind of sitting on your frame over the course of a week. What is that? Seven times 50, 350 calories a week. That extra muscle is super important in order to keep yourself uh, like a metabolic machine, essentially. The less muscle you have on your body, that's why this is so important. And when people go on these crash diets and they lose about 50% fat, 50% muscle, guess what? You're setting yourself up for failure here because you're not able to burn as many calories not doing shit. And you have to do more activity in order to just maintain When you're built, when you have a lot of extra muscle mass in your frame, you are literally setting yourself up for success without having to do a single thing because your body wants to 
um, as long as you're stimulating those muscles and sending the signal to your uh, to your brain that I use this stuff regularly, your body will not ditch that muscle, right? Or it'll at least because you're going to come to a point where if you're cutting to a pretty extreme amount, you are going to lose some muscle. But to your point, if you maintain your resistance training and proper protein intake, that's the best way to set yourself up for success in the law. I mean, you got to do probably a longer cut. You could do a crash one and I mean, you'll kind of screw yourself in, in the long run. Um, but yeah, I mean, you will lose some muscle, but yeah, that I'm, I'm right. I'm right there with you. That is like, that would be the, the proper way to do it. Just enough protein, keep the resistance training and it'll be tough, dude. Like being at a pretty sharp deficit, like towards the end, they're trying to lose that last little bit of fat would be very tough. But yeah, I feel like people think fasted cardio is going to be like one of the pillars of getting shredded. And it, it is tricky though, right? Because a lot of pro bodybuilders will do it. But what I wonder is if they do that as like a mental thing too. Like it does feel good when you wake up in the morning. I feel like a lot of bodybuilders, you see them do their fasted cardio, especially when they're doing their prep. But part of me wonders if they just do it because, you know, you burn, you know, a couple extra calories, whatever. Um, well, but it's like a mental thing too. Like it does, doesn't it feel good though? Like when you wake up in the morning and the first thing you do is just some nice light movement. That does feel good. Whether or not it's, you know, targeting fat loss or whatever, just from like a starting your day mentality standpoint, it is a nice way to start your day. So think when you're referencing bodybuilders, you have to understand and we have to explain to people that they're on drugs. They're on performance enhancing drugs that allow them to protect their muscle and keep it on their frame very, very well. That's not what natural um, gen pop has. So if you're if you're trying to build muscle, retain your muscle while you're trying to lean out and lose body fat. You have to. You cannot approach it the same way that a a performance enhanced bodybuilder would would do, right? You have to approach it a very different way, right? I just, I just don't think people think of it that way. I feel like they say they think, oh, that guy looks like that, and he does fasted cardio. I should also do that, and it's like they do have certain advantages with their PEDs that they're taking for sure. Huge, huge but, advantages. But, but people, I mean. I don't think that's what most people think of. Well, or people they don't think the liver king was natural. Okay. If they, they did people that thought he was natural. I, I have a hard time sympathizing with Well, them. dude, I mean, you have to, you have to consider that we, this is the stuff. This is like our hobby. You and I the, give a shit about this stuff a lot. And I've been, in the fitness industry now for almost 10 years. I mean, there's people who don't know what macronutrients are still, and they're my age or older, you know? But don't you think if you showed the average person a picture of the liver king and they didn't know who he was and you just said, you said, Hey, do you think this guy's on steroids? No, dude. No, that is, I think, that dude, is, I think most you people cannot, would say yes. <laughs> you can't place your brain and your understanding of things on the general population. People don't know piss about shit for that stuff. And it's, it's not like a bad thing. It's not like a, oh, shame on you. You should feel bad for, for being fooled by this. It's because it's, unless you have any type of reference, if you have no reference with this, you have no idea. Why do you think like all these high school, you know, college kids even are like, oh man, can't wait to get as like jacked. And then I'm going to look like this guy. And then you like lift weights for a year and then you gain like five pounds of muscle and you're like, well, this sucks. You're like, oh, right. I, I work so hard because you're one, because you don't know anything about diet. You're not, you don't know anything about recovery. So you're not optimizing any of those components, but you're, you're young. So your body can take all the, the non-scientific, unstrategic hard work that you're doing and, and try to create some type of result with it. So that's why you've gained five pounds of muscle in a year. And then you get older and it, it's, you, see the thing is there's like a, a line there's like a line graph cam if if we can imagine together everybody i want you to close your eyes we're gonna make this we're gonna make this a whole 
whole exercise together. If you're driving, okay. please don't close your eyes. I'll, I'll, I'll close my eyes. I'll, I'll follow along. I want you to imagine a line graph. And I want you to imagine on the y-axis that is going to be uh, y-axis, I'm sorry. That is going to be your knowledge, right? Your your reference and you know the, the knowledge that you have about all training things and everything fitness related. On the x-axis, you have your time spent um, or your progress that you you make over time, right? You're going to start off with zero on both ends. And then eventually you're going to go. I mean, let's reverse those actually. <laughs> I'm going to reverse those axes really quick. You're messing up my line graph, man. Yeah. All right. Close your, again. close your eyes again. All right. All right. All right close your eyes. On the y axis, that is your progress, right? Mm-hmm. And then, or the amount of progress you make over time. And on the x-axis, that is going to be time spent. And then maybe you could also correlate that with um, knowledge that you have. Because over time, you're going to get more knowledgeable if you really try, right? Initially, you could see the spike and see some progress. And then you're going to start tapering off because you don't have a lot of you don't have a lot of like reference with this. Your body's going to stop those newbie gains. And then you're not, you're not going to see tons and tons of gain progress for a long period of time. And then it's going to be a nice and easy um, play out here because your body's going to get older. You're not going to be able to recover off of things as well as you were prior, but your, your knowledge is going to improve over that time period as well. And in those instances, like think about mine and Cam's journey over the last few years how much different do we talk about fitness and the things that we do for ourselves and to, to get where we want to be versus when we started in 2018 or 2019, whatever it was. I mean, it's a whole different ball game, right? <laughs> like, like mm-hmm. we, like I teased cam about the other day, he was like pounding jewel Osco brats and like gross cold pasta three days, three times a day. And he was like, why aren't I gaining muscle? And you're like, dude, well your fat composition is, like 60, 70% of your calories. <laughs> we've yeah. we've come a long even, way is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and not even gain muscle. I just couldn't even gain weight. I Like it was, yeah. But it's whatever. because he was doing cardio super hard. And, and you know, the, the fact is you were probably doing a ton of fasted cardio at the time because you would wake up. I mean, think about, think about the stress that you were putting your body under as a, an Orange Theory fitness coach at the time. Cam is a little string bean. He's like 165 or so, 160 maybe. And he's like, oh, I really want to get big. I want to pack on the muscle. And I, I got to wake up at 3.30 in the morning and I got to get over to Schomburg Orange Theory Fitness. I got to coach four sessions in a row in the morning. And so I'm going to do this on maybe a bit of food, but most of the time probably fasted, right, Cam? Going to Orange Theory, yeah, I wouldn't. I would have like a just coffee. So from the time I'd wake up until I'd be done with like like my noon class, well, I had no time to eat. There's no time to well, eat. You yeah, just think go, about go, it. go, go. That's so why I'd have you. my Tupperware. Yeah, I would like Oopsies. try to eat, but you know, Oopsies. All right. <laughs> so you were you were. Literally- <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you were you were literally doing like hardcore fasted cardio from five a.m all the way through noon about. Oh yeah. When you're coaching, I mean, even doing the demos and walking around, I mean, yep. Oh yeah. You, you burn a good amount of calories, no doubt. And so in that instance, your body, you're not sending that signal to your body because obviously cam isn't on anabolic steroids. Obviously. <laughs> Oopsies. <weird>. He, <laughs> he's going to be pulling some of that energy from it, from his muscle. His body's not going to hang on to that stuff, right? Because it's like, oh, we don't need this extra weight. We're doing all this moving around and, and high energy stuff. I got to be lighter. I got to be able to. So it's, it's not proactive for what his actual goals were. Um, for example, you know, cortisol levels, when you're, when you're waking up when in the morning, Cortisol levels are are usually at your highest that it's going to be. Um, it's it's 
it's the cortisol levels that that spike that allow you to have energy when you wake up from my understanding um and if you don't eat they're going to stay elevated right and they're going to continue to to drive that and but at the same time you know the the eating portion is what allows you to kind of dial that or dial that back and not need um, to pull energy from something stored on your frame. And I think there's a big misconception and correct me if I'm wrong, if you think otherwise, not that I'm wrong. (laughs) (laughs) When um, people are afraid to eat in the morning sometimes because they're like, oh, you know, I feel like, and I've had this own uh, mindset myself for a period of time. If I eat in the morning, I'm going to to lay the my, my deficit or my leaning out process, right? And so I want to eat you're as little as lay, I can. What did you what? just say? You're gonna you're gonna lay it. You're gonna lay your delay leaning it. out process. Oh, delay. Oh, okay. Gotcha. 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 Or I'm going to make it not as efficient because I'm adding calories, and clearly I I don't want to add calories. I want to continue to lose weight, right? So I'm just going to opt not to eat. And that's my theory. That's my mindset when I'm trying to do this steady state cardio or trying to do this intermittent fasting for a certain period of time. And that's what I'm trying to. So would you, I'm sorry, pause one second. Would you agree that that's probably a mindset that's very common for people? I don't know about the delaying the leanness, but I feel like there is a mentality. If I don't eat in the morning, I will, that will help me get lean and you think about it all you're doing is you're skipping a meal so you're skipping four or five hundred calories that's all you're doing if you eat two thousand calories in three meals versus two thousand calories in two meals it's not it's not going to make a big difference really calories are king here always queen calories Um, are queen (laughs) come on dude you can do better than that sorry i'm a bigot be better anyways (laughs) What I'm trying to do, <laughs> oopsie, what I'm trying to do here is I'm trying to educate my members and my my clients on, because th- there's a lot of people who do that. They're like, oh, I, tr- I just try to like go as long as I can without eating. And it's like, well, that's not good for what we're trying to do here. It's, we have to change the mindset. We have to shift the mindset off of, I'm trying to not eat as long as I can so that I can I don't know, burn more calories. That's not how that works, right? From my understanding in a very efficient way, we we don't want to just burn calories. We Enough with the burning calories thing. It's bullshit. I don't want to hear that anymore from any of these big you know, corporate facilities. And it's, it's, it's not how you have the body that you want, okay? Wait, Cardio wait. Is for- pause real quick. You mean, let go back and I guess clarify it real quick. When you burn calories, doesn't matter, sort of thing. Are you meaning just if people like don't eat in the morning and do fascia cardio, it'll burn more calories, or what exactly are you getting at? Period. Burning calories. Period. It's a shit mindset. Now here's why. Burning calories is not going to get you the body that you want. Your activity. It, it, if we're trying to get cardio health, we should be doing cardio activities. If we're trying to improve your heart and your lungs, your BP, whatever, those things are going to help us get there. Now, when we're trying to burn calories, upping activity level can help. But at the same time, we want to maintain muscle mass on your frame, and you're going to make things a lot harder if you're just focusing on burning calories and not feeding yourself properly. Does that make sense? I understand. It sounded like for a second, if you're like, if you're trying to lose fat, it doesn't matter how many calories you burn. It's like, well, that's like half the equation you need to figure out. To an extent, it doesn't matter how many you burn because you can always be in that deficit if you're strategic. And we want to feed ourselves. And this is the same thing. People fall in this mindset. And I know it's true because I, I talk to my clients about this all the time. People will say, okay, well, I'm just going to, you know, Andrew said, it's it's like the same thing. Once again, if I want to bake a cake really fast, I'm going to turn it up to the broiler. And it's it doesn't work that way. If I want to lose fat faster, I'm going to go from my 600, 700 calorie deficit. And why not we turn it up to a 1400 calorie deficit, bro? Mm-hmm. And that's going to that's gonna screw up what we're trying to do. Because there's going to come to a point where 
your body is not going to efficiently ditch that extra body fat. It's going to start pulling from your muscle mass, especially if you're not feeding it in those windows. If you want to be as strategic as possible, and this is stuff that's hard to do, it's not even stuff that I do necessarily very well. You want to feed your body incrementally with some proteins and some carbs, whatever, in order to keep yourself in that metabolic state so that there's always something that your body can kind of munch on while being in a calorie deficit if you're trying to lean out. I mean, I don't know if it, but here's the thing though, if it's, if it's all about how many calories do you take in if you're trying to lean out and if we're talking about, Hey, timing of eating doesn't matter. Like if you don't eat in the morning, but you eat the same amount of calories at the end of the day, who care, who cares if you're having it throughout the day or if you're having one meal or whatever, right? Because why would that matter? Great question, Cam. And I'm glad you asked. So let's say, let's take, let's take my, my good friend, Cameron. Let's say he's trained super hard guys. He's trained super hard for that 400 pound deadlift. And he is consistently feeding himself once a day. My boy Cammy, he's like, I got this great idea. I love going to sleep on a full stomach. And so I'm not going to eat a single thing outside of dinner. I love Abby's cooking. She's a great cook. And I'm going to pack on 2,000 calories in one sitting. And that's all I need. And I'm just going to drink coffee and adrenaline for the rest of the day. In that situation, his body is catabolic for the majority of the day. It is, it is going to be munching on something. And we hope and pray it's his body fat. And it's probably not all his body fat to use his energy throughout that day. And as soon as he feeds his body, his body's going to go, Ooh, let's use this stuff instead. And it's going to start breaking it down, sending it away, either stored fat. If, if he's in a, um, a quickly turn into ATP, he's going to break it down, use it for his muscles. If he's trained really hard, it's not going to be as efficient as if he's doing that twice a day or three times a day. And now this is where you can kind of get caught in some pseudoscience stuff because you could say, well, the optimal you know, amount of meal frequency is eight times a day of small meals. And it's like, well, you know, I guess you could kind of argue that, but at the same time, it's hard to quantify. You just have to make sure that you're eating enough to keep yourself um, pretty regularly in that anabolic state so that you're not breaking muscle down. Um, once again, calories are king. If I'm burning 2,500 calories a day, I take in 2000 calories a day. If I do it all at once, it's probably not going to be as efficient as if I'm doing it four or five times a day in my meals because my body's going to break all that down and then it's going to have a long, long period of time before it gets back to eating that next meal. If you're doing it the other way, your body's, your body's going, oh, oopsies, your body's going to be regularly feeding your metabolism necessarily. Um, throughout that period of time and your catabolic windows are going to be much, much smaller versus that like 18 uh, hour window, right? Or whatever. And then we have to consider with that being true, like there's, there's other things that can come into this. Oh, my gut health is really good when I only want whatever. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about specific metabolic or anabolic versus catabolic properties here. So if you want to like at me and talk about gut health or whatever. I really don't want to hear it. <laughs> That's a whole different topic. So are you saying, well, f- so, and first off, I don't think many people, I don't think a lot of people are doing one big meal and getting the same amount of, ca- I think you're going to feel like crap. If you Wait, sit let's down say, and let's you say eat, two. you're in very common, right? Two. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I guess people, they might only eat like lunch and dinner or whatever. Yep. Um, yep. I skip but- breakfast. Yeah, um, <laughs> gotta like, get my fasted cardio in. If you eat one meal, you're gonna feel like crap. But are you saying, okay? So let's say you have someone and they just make easy math. Let's say they burn 2,500 calories a day, and they want to do a 500 caloric deficit. Let's say they do they eat all of their calories in one sitting at night. 
or in the whatever they one sitting right all their calories versus someone who does three to four meals a day same protein fat and carb intake same calories just spread out are you saying that the person that does one meal will burn a higher a, a, a higher ratio of muscle to fat than the person that eats multiple meals a day. It depends. That's going to be my answer for everything. On um, what? <laughs> most, I think, really bad trainers will be hard-lined on everything. And as you, as you mature, like I have through the fitness industry, you you get to a point where you realize that there are things that are mostly true. And then you have to understand that there's always going to be outliers and there's always going to be situations that are a little different or factors that are unique to different situations. So I'm sorry, repeat the question. Well, it wasn't even a question. I was just trying to further understand what you were saying a few minutes ago, like about being catabolic and anabolic, you know, so it sounds like you're saying the guy that will eat, you know, three to four meals throughout the day will be less catabolic. All right, he'll break down less muscle than the guy that eats one big meal, providing that the deficit is the same and the macronutrients are the same. I would say for the most part, yes. If you and I, <laughs> imagine if we did this for like 30 days and we, we would have to be, it's so hard to measure that. But in a mm-hmm. controlled situation, if Cam and I were both in a 500 calorie deficit and we d- we ate the same things and we trained the same way, we got the same amount of sleep, all of these controlled situations, and then like, I mean, even you have to like consider our digestive systems are very different too. And the way that our, our genetics are different in terms of how we recover off of things. But in general... I would say, yes, the person who eats more frequently is going to retain more muscle mass than the person who eats once a day. Interesting. Interesting. I feel like it's you also have to think, like when choosing a strategy, what's, what's going to feel the least restrictive? Because think about this, Andrew, and all of you listening at home or in your car. If you save up one big meal, dude, by the time you start that meal, you are going to be starving. It's going to be like just mentally, you're going to be so excited to eat that I wonder if it would be more difficult to stay to the proper caloric deficit. You know, just from like a mentality standpoint, like you're like, oh my God, I've been waiting all day for this. And then all of a sudden, instead of eating 2000 calories, you eat 2400 because all of a sudden now you're reaching for, you know, hypercaloric foods that are very easy to eat and all that stuff. So there's a lot of things to think about, like when you're choosing your diet strategy or whatever, because it, and I think it's, it is smart. Eat more meals throughout the day. I mean, my first do my first meal. I love breakfast. It's literally eggs and turkey sausage. And it's like 35 grams of protein right, right in the beginning of the day. And I even had this thought, I was doing like a thought experiment with myself. Like Cam, if you wanted to lean out, what would you do? And I'm kind of just like going through scenarios in my head. I'm like, you know, well, hey, that one time you took out, you know, you started intermittent fasting, you took out breakfast, lunch, all this, you know, you ate from like five to five to nine or something. And then I was like, you know, mature cam. I had like two, two people on my shoulder, right? Idea cam and mature cam. And I, and mature cam was like, dude, think about what you have in the morning. You have 30 ish grams of protein in the morning. Why in the world would you get rid of that? You know what I'm saying? And then like lunch, dude, that's another like 80 grams of protein that you have. Why would you get rid of that? It doesn't make any, it makes no sense. Like you're just dropping your protein intake and you're banking on the fact that you're someone that can pack away, you know, like, and I'm talking about myself, like 160 grams of protein in one sitting. I know I can't do that. I mean, you maybe could, you're, you're a better like eater than I am in one sitting. Like I know myself, I'm like, Cam, why would you do that? 
Like you're going to have a crazy caloric deficit. You're not going to meet your protein intake. And then you'll probably be more susceptible to snacking. And that, and I've learned that about myself. I, I know that is how my brain will approach that situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Um, at the same time, I, I, I want to circle back a little bit here. And I, I kind of want to complete the circle if that's okay here. If you'll allow that, Cam. Um, <laughs> please, please do. I don't want to just be one of the, I don't want us, Cam and I, to be a group of people who just say, hey, this sucks. This is a shit idea. And then just say, okay, have a nice week, everybody. I want to complete the circle here because if we're giving you all these these reasons and these great cases as to why fasted cardio probably isn't the best idea and you know the the reasons that we're explaining um, as to why that that takes place, we should have some type of option, right? We should explain some type of opportunity that you have to do something better than fasted cardio. Would you agree, Cam? Yeah, yeah, I think that's I think that's fair. I think that's a good idea. So here's my claim. I don't want you to consider doing fasted cardio anymore, especially if you're trying to lean out and hold on to your muscle, because it's not going to be advantageous, I promise you. At the same time, I would not encourage you to do the same thing for you know, right after you're finished eating and you're like, it's gonna help me digest. I mean, yes, it could help you digest, but your body, it's 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 not going to be able to do the fat oxidation uh, oxidation thing um, that it should while it's it's still digesting your food. Probably the most beneficial time to do cardio or steady state cardio or to get in a little ac- extra activity because think about it this way: we don't just want to burn calories; we want to encourage your metabolism to burn more calories more efficiently. And it's probably going to be as that food is finishing digestion and it's the energy is ready to go. It's, it's in the, uh, the holster and it's ready to fire. Right. And that's going to be probably the most beneficial time to do that steady state cardio or whatever, get the extra, extra activity in because once again, you're not in that catabolic state and you're also not actively digesting your food. Uh, and you're going to encourage your body to use the the energy that it just extracted from all this food going through your digestive uh, digestive system for that uh, energy and also to burn more calories overall throughout the day because there is a way that you can manipulate this and there's quite a few ways you can manipulate your metabolism based off of your energy expenditure your activities right some of those being your regular weight training and this is also another option for that. Am I making sense here? Yeah, I think for the most part, I think, uh, I mean, I think if you, if you go for a walk right after you eat, I mean, I know for me, anecdotally, it feels, I feel way better if I go for a little walk with, with Abby, like around a couple blocks after we eat, than if we just eat and sit on the couch, like I feel like less sluggish, just feel a little bit better. I think that's a smart thing to do. And it's a good way to like, I don't know, bond with your spouse, like go for a nice little walk. That's great. But I feel like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know if it matters when, cause you gotta, you gotta think about people's lives too. When do you have time for physical exercise guys? That's that is something I feel like we haven't touched on with the with the morning cardio, or even morning weight training. Right, that's just like that's like free time. If you get up earlier, that's free time. If you have a spouse, kids, all this stuff, that might be the only time you can be active. So going back to Andrew's point, we don't want to poo-poo anything and like be like super zealots on like fasted cardio is the dumbest thing you can do. Like, dude, if someone came to me, if someone came to me and they said. You know, I just kind of started working out, you know, I'm just going to start with like morning walks. Just, I feel like that's when I can do it. Dude, I'm going to cheer them on all day. I'm like, yeah, do that. That's great. Like no doubt, get used to that habit. You're being more active. Like that's right. You got to just understand like people's 
mindset and mentality towards it as well. Now, now if someone comes to you and says, look, I've been, I've been, you know, at this whole fitness thing for a little while now, and now it's time to optimize, then you can, that conversation is going to look way different, right? Compared to the person that is 45% body fat and just starting, it's all about just motivation and adherence and consistency with them. So it, going back to Andrew's word of the day, it depends. Who are, who, who are you talking to? You know, are you going to say, hey, try to save your cardio for when your food is towards the end of your digestion to someone who's brand new? Maybe, maybe, it depends. Maybe they're up for learning that stuff. Maybe not. Maybe the person that's a little bit more well-trained, maybe they're they're dedicated enough. They're like, yeah, dude, I'll, I'll time that shit all day. Um, so it, make, it makes sense. But just from a practicality, like uh, implementation standpoint, yeah, it just it, de- it depends who you're talking to on what on what you would prescribe. Yeah, and you know we're we're getting into the weeds a little bit here too. So that's a great point, Cam. Realize, guys, that overall you are going to get major benefit out of simply doing more activity to some extent. Keep it simple. Uh, don't overthink things too much. If that's the only time you can get activity in, cool, do that. But as we get more comfortable with optimizing things and making them more uh, case specific and really trying to squeeze all that juice out of the lemon, which is our, our fitness routine, these are things that could seriously help benefit you when retaining muscle mass and improving your metabolic rate and all that. But hey, do me a favor, guys. If you got something out of this episode, Make sure that you share it with us or with us, with somebody that you know. Make sure you post about it on social media. Uh, Tell somebody about where you're learning all your fitness stuff because we obviously do not run ads here. And you help support us by bringing people to the conversation. So that's all that we ask. If we did a good job, if we shared something with you that helped you out, if we made you laugh, if you were like, man, these guys are idiots, but I can't stop listening. (laughs) <laughs> Do us that favor and bring somebody to us so they can be part of the FUP cult. Cam, what do you got for the people this week? Well, you know, I know that this this week we pretty much talked about fasted cardio and really, I guess, just cardio in a in a broader sense. But you know, I think the the underlying theme is you got to ask yourself why you're doing something, and not that that means. You shouldn't do it. But like, you know, if like, let's go back to the liver king. You're like, you know, I want to try these ancestral supplements, the ancestral tenants, you know, ask yourself, are you trying it as an experiment or are you trying it because you think those things will make you look that way? Or are you doing fasted cardio because that's what bodybuilders do or X, Y, Z? Like ask, just ask yourself, man, like what's, what's your reasoning for doing the things you do in, in the gym? Right when I do morning cardio, I do it to kind of wake up a little bit. Um, and to be honest with you, it's when I watch TV shows that Abby hates. So I put my little stupid phone on my little stupid treadmill, and I go for a nice walk. I feel give me give I me feel an example good. of one of a uh, show. Yeah, uh, Rings of Power, that Lord <laughs> of the Rings show. Oh, guys, if you have not, if you guys are Lord of the Rings fans. Oh, you got to watch it. People that were like, well, um, actually, um, elves can't be black. Hey, you know what else they can't be? They can't be real. It's all fake. Who <laughs> like, guys, Mordor and the Southlands, they don't exist. Who cares? It does not matter. It's who's, like, who's dude, making this argument? A lot of like the Prager U people, they were like, okay, so it actually takes place in like uh, European mythology, all this shit. And I'm like, the fact that you are spending mental energy to care on if the elves are black or if the uh, or if the le- the leader of the Southlands is, suppo- is supposed to be like not a woman or something, it's like you're a loser. Like guys, it's it's a <laughs> kick ass show. It. it it is so damn good. Oh my gosh! But you know what I'm saying though. Find out why you're doing certain things. Like with this whole swimming thing, I'm starting. I know why I'm starting it. I, I don't want to become an elite swimmer. It's just, it's a fun new challenge and I'm excited for it. And it's a good way to get a little bit of extra activity and whatever. Let's see what we can do with it. Um, you know, so that, that, that's what I would say. Find out why you do what you do in the gym.
Nice. Yeah. Well, once again, guys, thanks for being a part of the podcast. Do us a favor. Share us with somebody that you know. And uh, that's what we got for the week. We're out of here. Live life well. I live the life I deserve. Bless. Fuck a vacation. I feel better at work. I mean, whatever is worth. I get whatever I'm worth.